0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about why you can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself first. And that leads us right into the sponsor for our podcast today, the Get Better Project, which is our online at-home training program that has workouts from no equipment all the way up to full home gym equipment equipment workouts. We also tackle your nutrition, your stress, your sleep, all of that stuff. It's called the Get Better Project because it helps you get better in all areas of your life, not just sending you workouts. We will also review videos. We'll do all kinds of fun stuff like that. So if you guys would like to get 30 days of the Get Better Project for free, head over to thegetbetterproject.com slash 30 days, and we'll get you started, get you working out today. Alright guys, this podcast is also brought to you by Body Health and Perfect Amino. This is the supplement that I am taking every single day right now to help repair my body faster, whether it be my hard workouts, whether it be just that I want to have functioning tissue that is working better. I'm taking Perfect Aminos like crazy and you can head over to body health right, BodyHealth.com right now and use the code All Around Joe to get yourself... off any of their supplements, and I am buying Perfect Aminos like crazy. I just actually bought six bottles of their 300 count, so I like the stuff a lot. All right, guys, here is the topic today, why you can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself first, and I see this come up all over our world. It happens constantly, and you can see it just walking down the street where you're going to see people that are not taking care of themselves because they're putting other things in their life first. And there are several different things that come up that people put ahead of themselves. And for some reason, I think the problem, the root, the stem of the problem here is that we look at taking care of ourselves before others as a bad thing for some reason. We're looking at things like, all right, I need to take care of my job first because we feel responsible to that. I need to take care of my kids first. I need to take care of my parents first. I need to take care of my spouse first. But if we really dig down deep into it, we can't take care of those particular people in the best possible way that we can unless we are functioning at our top. So if we want to really take care of those jobs, people, things at our best, we have to be at our best. Does that make sense to you? I have a hard time getting people to wrap their mind around this for some reason. It's like we've been had it pounded into our head for so long that we need to take care of others first. And this comes back to all kinds of things. Like I see it all the time and one of the reasons I want to talk about it is I see it all the time in people that are overweight or obese and which is a lot of our population here in the United States like 70% is amazing that that's many there's that many people that are overweight or obese but they're putting these other things ahead of their health could it be could be that they're going to their job and they're working too hard and they're not focusing on what they're putting in their mouth. It could be that they're focusing on their children, raising their children. And yes, you do need to focus on yourself first before your children because if you are not at your best, then they're not going to see how to live at their best. Number one, you're probably going to be stressed. So they're going to feel that stress, right? And lastly, if you have higher energy and productivity, and ability to stay calm, then you're going to be able to work with them and raise them at your best. See where we're going here. Same thing with work. It's really the similar thing where if you are functioning at your top, at your best, then you're going to be able to give that much more in less time because you're going to be more productive. Meaning that your brain is going to be working better, your body functions better. All of these things. Not only that, if you are taking care of yourself and you're not overweight or obese, um, which is amazing that people let themselves get to that point. But if you aren't there, if you are looking good, feeling good, ought to be in Hollywood type person, then you're going to get more opportunities. People are just going to look more favorably upon you and give you more opportunities to do things. Trust me, it happens. So the question is, why do we have this preconceived notion that we need to put others and other things before our personal self? It might be just because it's easier to focus on those things because if we have to be introspective, then it's hard. We haven't learned that process of thinking about what actually makes us better, how we function better. It's easier just to focus on these outward things or to not think about it and go do, right? You have these processes that we've, we've come up with to go do, whether that be going to work and doing physical manual labor or writing if you're a writer or just getting up and starting to take care of your kids and just going down this pattern. We have all these patterns and habits that are put into our lives by, could be, you know, they could be influenced by other people, but really they're put into our lives by ourselves. And it becomes this program that's really easy to run. It's like opening up your app on your phone. It starts this program of code that it runs through and you just follow it. And it does a certain thing over and over and over and over and over again. And you have to actually rewrite the code if you want it to do something different, which is what you'd have to do in this particular case. Rather than go down that regular rabbit hole of just doing this other thing, whether it be job, taking care of somebody, whatever it may be that you are running into that is not having you take care of yourself first, you have to rewrite that code that says, nope. I'm going to take care of myself first so that I can give more to you, to it, to whatever it may be. See how that makes sense? So you have to really discover where it is, where you can insert that code, if you will. It could be like right when you get up in the morning. Are you running off to check your emails, to to take care of your kids, to get them up and ready for school or whatnot, rather than thinking about what you need at that particular time? You know, do you need time for yourself? Do you need to write? Do you need to reflect? Do you need to do your gratitude journal? Do you need to meditate? What is it going to be that's going to help you to start being at your best? Do you need to go have a cup of coffee, you know, out on the porch? What's it going to be? And how can you make that happen? Even if you've got a, you know, boatload of kids hanging around your house or whatever it may be, how are you going to find that particular notch of time or thing to do? It could even be with them. It doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah, you're going to pen your kids up in the room and you're going to go out on the porch and have your coffee. It could be just that you are doing that particular activity with them around. You're just not putting that focus. You're giving to yourself while they're around first. And you have to identify, though, what it is that is giving to yourself. And it's easy if you look at somebody like the obese or overweight example that we gave earlier. If you're that person, that's where you need to focus because you're never going to be at your best if you're holding on to too much body fat. Your body is actually just like killing itself, and that's the truth. So if that's the case, then that's where you need to put your focus first. You need to figure out, all right, well, I'm eating these particular things. Why am I eating these particular things? Uh, Is it just that I'm eating too much of a good thing, and that's the what's happening? Usually, that's Absolutely not the case. I rarely run into people that are like that are eating way too much of the good thing of a good thing, and actually becoming really obese. There's a lot of times that you can eat even too much of a good thing, and it's not going to negatively affect you as much as just eating terrible food or you know drinking alcohol would. So you have to look at that, identify that problem. Is it that you're going out to eat too much? Is it that you need to actually learn what a protein, fat, or carbohydrate is? That's where I would start. I would start, actually, when I start with every single person that I'm going down this road with, as I just have them download the MyFitnessPal app and start tracking it so they can see. They can just, you open up your mind to what you're actually consuming just by simply putting in these foods that you're eating. So you can see, wow. I didn't realize I was eating that many carbohydrates. And I actually have a client that just had that happen. They had no idea because if you're not tracking, you really have no idea. You just don't know. Like Even myself being in the health and fitness industry and being a nutrition and health coach for so long, I can't look at a glob of peanut butter and tell you about how many uh, grams of fat or protein or carbohydrates that is. I don't know. But I can say that that glob of peanut butter is about a tablespoon or two tablespoons. And I can put that into my Fitness Pal app and it will tell me, it will start calculating it for me how much fat, protein, or carbs that is. So I don't want you to have to go and recreate this. I just want you to look at it and be like, oh, that's about this much. And then you put it in and you gain all of that data, all that knowledge just by looking at it. So it's not like you have to recreate the wheel. You don't have to do anything. These tools are right here in front of us. And you start by going down that road of just measuring if you're that particular person. Same thing if you're the type of person that is a parent that feels like you're overwhelmed constantly, and don't have enough time for yourself, not taking care of yourself before your children. You just need to do a little bit of reflection first. Say, all right, where am I losing this thing that I would like, you know? Does, is it that you need to have some time for yourself to read, to meditate, to you know prepare meals? Where is it that actually is taking care of you? Sleep more, right? Or maybe you don't have like you've got a, a child that is always getting up in the middle of the night. So then you need to figure out how you can sleep more effectively for yourself. And a lot of us need to look into that as well. It's not that sleep is just measured by amount of time is measured by effectiveness during the time that you're sleeping. So if you're really effective at sleeping, you might only need six hours of sleep a night. But a lot of times we are not focusing on the things that make our sleep effective. So we're going down this road of thinking that we need to get eight hours of sleep, but we only have six hours to give and we only sleep for six hours, but we're not focusing on how to optimize our sleep. So we're getting really bad sleep for six hours. When we could focus on optimizing our sleep by doing some of these things that I've talked about before, like, you know, completely blacking out, like completely blacking out. Think cave. You can't see anything blackout or eye mask. Just put an eye mask on. That's what we've been, we've been toying with that as well. And it works really great. Uh, just throwing in an eye mask, having a cool environment. Sometimes you can't have a cool environment. I get that. That's harder. You don't all have AC, but when you can have a cool environment, don't have that heat blasting. Keep it cool. Keep it cool, dude. Yeah, so have a cool environment. Make sure that you're going to bed and waking up at the exact same time. No, not exact same time. But, you know, within about a half an hour of the same time as often as you possibly can. So we can get that rhythm going for ourselves. That makes it really helpful. I've had a huge benefit or has hugely benefited me by getting out into sunlight first thing in the morning. So I'll go have coffee or I will go do my morning social work media work, um, which to me that means posting on social media. I rarely consume any social media unless it's programmed or scheduled into my lifestyle. So I'll go outside, sit on the porch, get sunlight coming in to my eyes first thing in the morning, which is going to help to spike or increase my cortisol levels. So it should spike in the morning and then slowly go down throughout the day. A lot of times what will happen is we'll have that set up where it doesn't quite spike all the way and it kind of, you know, wavers down. But then in the before we go to bed, we'll be looking on our phone, we'll be checking our email and whatnot. And those things will increase our cortisol levels so that we are not able to sleep as well because our cortisol levels should dip off at the end of the day. We should have our melatonin levels going up and we should be able to sleep well. And there are things that we can do to maximize that. And then we're going to sleep better because of it. One of those things, like I said, is to get direct sunlight on your eyes first thing in the morning. You can also increase the optimization of that by doing a little bit of exercise. It doesn't even have to be hard exercise. Like yesterday, I went out on the porch and I was did my social media, and then I did 20 kind of like medium speed air squats, just getting the blood flowing. That will increase the cortisol level in your body because it thinks that it needs to shuttle energy to your muscles because it does, because you're doing the exercise. And then you have a much easier time of falling asleep. So I've noticed that I will fall asleep much faster when I do this particular activity. Then also having things like quiet time or quiet environment. So if you need to have earplugs or you just are making sure that your environment is not very loud or disruptive, that's another thing that's going to be incredibly important for you. Like for example, we know that if we're in the van, which is the van studio right here where I'm talking and where I'm doing this podcast from, if you're watching it, we know that if it's windy outside... We've identified that if we're sleeping up top and it's windy outside, there's a trigger in both of Emily and I that says, like, fight or flight, go on when the wind is blowing at about 10 or more miles per hour, which is pretty interesting. So we've learned after having many bad nights sleep where we'll be sleeping and then the wind will blow and we'll just, bing, open up. Our cortisol levels, our fight or flight are just, like, ready to go. And then we're awake and then we have to wind back down, fall asleep, and then it happens again over and over and over again. So what we'll do is we'll just, we'll head to our bottom bed, we'll lower the top, which makes it much more quiet, and we'll be able to sleep great. So now what we know is if we have any indication that it's going to be windy at all, we just go sleep in the bottom. No big deal. So if you have any indication that you're going to be in a loud environment, put in some earplugs. No big deal. I know people that use earplugs all the time for that. You know, I suppose we could put in earplugs up top too. But what happens is the van actually rocks, so it blows, it's loud, and then it rocks. So when the top is down, it doesn't nearly rock as much, and it's much more insulated. So it's much harder for us to notice that there's wind, and we actually haven't been in any environments that the wind is blowing so hard that when we're sleeping down below that we can even notice it, and we've had or been in some very, very windy environments. So like I said, the first thing is to go ahead and acknowledge and think about and write down what you would like to change or how you think would be the best way for you to take care of yourself so that you can do that effectively. And a lot of times we don't think about these things. We don't think about the actual things that we need in our lives to be more effective and that will make us feel better. But we need to think about those things. We just go through life. We're like, oh, I need to do this. I need to go feed the kids. I need to get them ready for schoolwork. I need to help them with that. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to cook breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. And the next thing you know, you didn't ever think about what you actually wanted to be doing. You just went and did this task of things. I see it all the time too. And people that are whether they're working, they're working on the task or whether, you know, you, you get themselves obsessed with certain house chores and they'll be out working on house chores constantly. And they never stop to think, oh, why am I even doing this? Is there, Do I love it? Sure. If I do, I know certain people that just absolutely love that. And there are other people that will do it and they'll be like complaining about it when they're done. Like I had to do this all day long. And that was terrible, blah, blah, blah. And just pay for somebody else to do it then. You know, think about these things. Ask yourself these questions. Go down this road of like, is it worth it for me to pay someone else to do these things for me because it's not actually optimizing my happiness? Get it? Cool. All right, guys. So I hope this is beneficial for you. It's really about identifying these things and like having me kind of like smack you across the face and and say, hey, you need to be thinking about Yourself so that you can take care of others first. And if you aren't doing that, then you need to start doing that. And you can start by just stopping for five minutes and writing down, like, what is it that you want? What is it that is filling those times right now? And how you could either make a compromise or have the things that you should be doing and wanting as a priority in life so that you can do the other things and take care of the other things and take care of the other people better at your maximum ability. Because if you're not functioning at your maximum, if you're not taking care of yourself first, then you're not going to be able to take care of others, other things, anything else in your life to the maximum potential or what it is actually deserving of your potential. So let me say that one more time. If you are not taking care of yourself first, then you are doing harm to your work, your spouse, your job, your kids, whatever it may be that you're working on, Because it is not you giving your best. Simply, simply stated. So figure it out, write it down. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, let me know. Everybody seems to get themselves into this hole of thinking that they're stuck in a certain thing, certain place, and they can't do, they can't move, they're like in cement. You're not, it's just in your mind. So make those changes. And the thing is, like, I'm not just talking about this like, oh, I see this observation. I need to do this. You should do this. this." I do this myself. I've been in these shoes. I've gone down the road of working for other people and giving all my attention and time to that and just burning myself down to the ground. And fortunately, I found certain people that influenced me that taught me how to see how to take care of myself first. So, I'm not just preaching for preachers sake i'm actually i've done this i've learned about it i've seen the light from the other direction and now i know that when i'm optimized and working at my best i can be so much more effective at helping you at podcasting at my work at giving my time and energy and focus to emily to my family all of that stuff and i can feel when i'm off when i'm trying to like Put someone else first rather than taking care of what i need to do to optimize myself so that i can give better to them i can feel that so tune in to your own channel figure it out help yourself let me know if i can help at all and i'd be happy to help if i if i can and lastly if any of this relates to at-home fitness sleep nutrition stress and you think you could be helped By having somebody like myself or our coaches at the Get Better Project working with you to achieve these goals with you, then try out our program for 30 days. Highly recommend it. Head over to thegetbetterproject.com slash 30days. Get yourself started today. You don't even have to work out every single day. I don't think that you come in here and have to just like crush it every single day. You know, I think that if you're going to work out, you should work out at least three days a week to get benefits from it or four days a week to get the benefits from it. But some of the workouts are easy and you shouldn't have to tackle everything and be like full effort all the time. If you are super stressed out, then you, you know... Work with us and we'll help with you with that. So the Get Better Project is not designed to be like a one-size-fits-all. It's designed to be, we're going to help you with where you're at and help you personally to get better in the areas that you're struggling with. So if that sounds cool, hit us up. Also, I am throwing down these perfect aminos like crazy, so I think that it's worth mentioning to you and worth giving you the discount code. So head over to bodyhealth.com and use the code Joe. ...to get yourself a discount on Perfect Aminos. I'm actually taking the Perfect Aminos, and I didn't mention this earlier, but I'm taking their multivitamin, which I believe is multivitamin slash liver cleanse. And it's, you know, great products. Both of them are fantastic. Like I mentioned, I take Perfect Aminos in if I'm on a low day, like 10 of them a day. On a high day, like 30 of them a day. So I'm pounding those things down, and they help me to recover faster, help me to feel better, all of that good stuff... You just have to take them at the right time of day, on an empty stomach, two hours after fats or proteins, and 30 minutes before fats or proteins. So there you have it. If you have any questions about this stuff, guys, let me know. I'm here for you. And I will talk to you soon. The All Around Joe Podcast. Where we optimize your human performance my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self improvement. job.